some creativity. creativity for the society. The Process Podcast. That's rad. It's the Process Podcast, episode 117. And it's Thursday. It's Thursday. It's freezing cold, and I'm, my nose is dry, my throat is dry, my, my skin yeah. is dry, my hair. I'm just dry. My my face. My alcoholism has gone away. <laughs> Mine is still here. Um, <laughs> my face, especially around my nose area, gets oh, so dry, and my lips get dry, which I hate. I don't. And then my hands too, like in between my fingers, get really dry. I don't know about you, but like I'm mm. my my face is very sensitive in that if there's one thing, like if there's a little kind of like pimple that hurts a little bit, or there's like a little bit of dry skin or dry area or like chap yeah. lips or something, it bothers me to the point where I can't focus on stuff because it bothers me too much. I used to get that. I used to get pimples right around my lips, like yeah. right in between the, the lip skin and like the face skin, I guess like normal skin. It was like right on bottom right on the below the lip but above the chin right in that little crevice. not not even just there but like right like if i were to put lipstick on and have a hard line yeah oh like right yeah, yeah yeah right on that line had one of those all the way ago. around like i used to get it like right at the top like right in between that little yeah. crevasse at the top of your crevasse, your yeah. lip whatever that little thing is I used to get them there all the time and it made me look like, like i'm kylie jenner or something just like big lips just nice. big swollen lips and it was that's probably dude did you man texas is texas is getting fucked. railed right you now see, they're getting they, inside the houses taking sea turtles into their homes yeah because the water is so cold and it's like everything's just so cold yeah and these sea turtles are never meant to interact with water that cold that's why they live down there not not the in the cold yeah but like it's even crazy. like the inside the houses like fans and shit with like icicles off of them and like fish tanks where the top is frozen inside the house like it just shows i guess they never designed their houses with the with like you know with the thought in their mind of like oh maybe if she gets too cold like that must be the issue right they never like designed them maybe with as much insulation as you would say build a house here yeah because we got specific right? insulation to keep cool in during the summer but also keep heat in and they probably don't even are, have that you got right? two different two different air densities like two two yeah. different temperatures the density is probably different the way that you keep them in the way that you keep heat in is ultimately <clears throat> it was a very bruce moment of clearing my throat mm. there <clears throat> of uh like keeping heat in is probably more different than keeping cool air in right like a refrigerator versus yeah. a, a, an oven as a just a brief quick example um it's terrifying. Like, it's, it's so weird. Crazy. And, like, people's pipes are bursting. Mm -hmm. There's no snow plows in Texas, apparently. Yeah. Apparently, too, like, um, some of the cars, too, because of, like, mm -hmm. the, like, they don't have, like, either don't have antifreeze or run, a, a, like, a different antifreeze that isn't, as power, isn't strong enough. Yeah. And, like, you know. Because antifreeze is, like, effective up to a point unless you get. Like we've got antifreeze here that minus forty, you like I think. like minus yeah, minus forty or minus forty five, something yeah. like that. And I'm sure they have stuff down there that's maybe like minus five. Yeah, probably. You know, and then it's, it's just like it's ridiculous. The big minuses, and they're like, 
Yeah, cars won't even start. It's wild. It's insane. Like that's not to bring up the whole climate change discussion, but that's an example of how climate is changing. changing. And it's yeah. not to say it exists and not to say it doesn't exist, but at least to identify that in the last 20 years, in the last 22 years since we've been alive, the climate, the typical climate patterns are shifting on a, I don't even know what type of graph you would use, but like if you were to put it on a graph and map it out, average temperatures and stuff, it's not consistent. Yeah. Whereas a climate, by definition, is the average temperature and average weather conditions of a specific region mm -hmm. you know so it's shit's going down yeah, it's pretty it's nutty pretty nutty it's kind of terrifying though i'm glad i don't live in texas yeah same oh i cannot hear you you can't hear me oh i can hear you oh now. there we go. cut out a little bit Technical just got issues. off a uh just got off a little um not a little there's 25 people on it um of a Google Meet call with all twenty-five people, with all twenty-five people, wow. uh, I was one of that twenty-five, right. and it was uh, this thing called office hours, which office hours is a very generic term, and just to be quite honest, in college, never used office hours once to talk to a professor or anything yeah, like that. No, I don't, think I don't I even know. think it was really an established thing. Like you, you, you kind of would just send them an email and meet up with them at whatever time was convenient for them and it wasn't if it wasn't convenient for you then that kind of sucks yeah you gotta live with it but it was this um it's called sprout studios and it's a boston-based excuse me my hiccups design company and this office hours thing that they were doing was basically you would write in your email on their instagram story and they would take that email and send you a Google Meet invite based off of however many people sent in their email. Gives you access to this private link that you can then log into and join. And the there's designers from the company that are there. And there's also people who submitted their emails as well. Most of them students. Some of them working professionals. Some of them people just looking for advice and critiques and feedback on work that they're doing. Right. And basically it was like if you want to present your stuff and get feedback on it by the people at Sprout Studios as well as the people who are also in the call, then that's totally fair game. You can totally go for it. So basically, like if, if you're going to present, you share your screen, you have your PDF of your portfolio, whatever project document you're working on, or even just a photo of, of a design if you're getting critiques solely on, on an aesthetic thing. And... I had no idea, like I had no idea what it was going into it. I was like, I'm just gonna attend it anyways and just see. Yeah. It was from five it's from five to seven and I stayed for an hour of it. Um, because boys gotta eat. And it was pretty interesting. Like it's weird because obviously everyone's working from home because they're in Boston. Mm -hmm. And a couple of the people were from San Francisco, people literally like calling in from India. Wow. It was a guy from uh can't remember the name of the city but somewhere in india uh, a couple people from out like midwest uh, i think one person was from the uk could be mistaken there one person called in and they went to art center hmm. i was like whoa it was just kind of cool and then i didn't present anything because i didn't prepare to present anything right. or prepare i wasn't in a position to 
prepared to receive feedback. But I think next time, it seems like this is something that they do on either a bi-weekly or maybe a monthly basis. I'm not too sure. Um, I think it's at Sprout Studios on Instagram if you want to check it out. Um, but it's quite an insightful thing. And like I have a, por- I have a portfolio critique tomorrow um, at... Uh, 1230 to 1.30 or something like that, or 12.30 to 1, something like that, with one of the professors from Offsite, and looking pretty, I'm very much looking forward to it. I think it's going to be interesting, Um, because ultimately the goal of this thing is, is by the end of this particular class, is to have a revamp of the portfolio in a positive way that accurately depicts who you are as a designer and the type of work you want to be doing as a designer which unfortunately is probably a difficult thing to fully understand on your own unless you really are on like a maho level of self-understanding. Mm. And I'm not on a maho level of self-understanding. I think I know the type of work that I want to be doing. Yeah. But I don't know with assured confidence, you know. Yeah. Would you say the same? Um yeah, probably. Like you have an idea. You have an idea of what you want to do, but you don't know if that's actually what you want to be doing. Yeah. Yeah. Until I know. you actually do it and you realize exactly. I really like this or I really don't. Ooh. Yeah. Like right now, I think I would say I definitely want to get, I'd love to be in more of like branding design. Mm-hmm. Brand design. And you think that. You think, think that. You maybe, do. yeah, maybe I actually do. Because you. Because you do it in your own time and you do the graphic yeah. stuff. Holy Jesus, the alarms and the notifications. You can't hear that, but the yeah. alarms and the notifications on my, on my laptop shit are fucking loud. Brutal. What was I talking What were we talking about? Thinking. Yeah. You know? Like, you, you love the graphics and stuff. Yeah. But you could get into, like, a brand design studio and absolutely hate it. Exactly. That's, that's the realistic thing. Yeah. It's like, you don't know all that time and that's that's kind of the goal of like what i hope to get out of this is to understand what i want to do ultimately because i just i don't know yeah i don't know how can you know without doing it right you never really know until you actually do it that's kind of the scary thing but also exciting thing (laughs) it's like all this time and energy like dedicating you know molding crafting sculpting whatever adjective you want to use or verb or whatever um Mm -hmm your your portfolio for one specific area and then you get in it you don't like it <laughs> you're like fuck fuck got to go back go back and redo gotta do it again got to fig- you got to figure something out and that's kind of the scary thing and i think that's definitely where people fall into the trap of i'm just going to stay wherever i get the job because it's comfortable and it's employable and right. you know you're probably pretty safe there even though like i i genuinely enjoy the work that i do on a day-to-day basis because it's challenging and it pushes me and it's makes me also feel productive because that's a big thing. Like if I, if I don't have five or six things going on, I'm the type of person that I need to go through a day and check something off of a list and say, I did something today. Yeah. Whereas like for me to say, I'm going to take a day off and not do anything. I think there's Christmas day and boxing day in the last year are probably the only days that I can recall where I didn't check something off of a list. And even then, I was like, I'm going to read this book today. I'm going to read this portion of this thing that I got for Christmas. And I'm like, fuck, man. I mean, ultimately, it's the way my brain's wired and the way I work. And I understand that. 
so it's not a big deal. But that's also why I enjoy doing the work that I'm doing because I can check something off of a list. I can work towards another goal. I can change this. I can change that. I can consistently work towards stuff where if it was working a retail job, mm-hmm. mindless stuff, stocking shelves, someone's got to do it. I'd blow my brains out if I tried to do that again. I'd go crazy. Yeah. Big, big sips of coffee. Big sips. No, I think that'll be... Mm-hmm. um. Cool though, because we haven't either of us. I don't think I've had like an actual official portfolio critique in quite a while. No, not a not a long time at all. And I think that's an interesting thing too. Is like the offsite thing is closed off to people not an offsite because people pay for it. But the Sprout Studio thing is completely free, mm-hmm. and all you have to do is put in your email and show up, and you can show up and just watch the critiques and even in watching um you remember santiago who graduated the year before yep. us yeah um, true he was there he was there because he's an off-site with uh, me as well oh really oh, cool. he, yeah it's pretty cool it's like humber alumni it's like representing represent. there's another guy who graduated with sandro right you're saying his yeah his name's chevis so if chevis listens to this then chevis looks looks good um what was i on about what was on about something Oh, the portfolio critiques. Yeah. Yeah, the, the Sprout Studio one is completely free. And yeah, I'm going to have to do that. They've got graphic designers, brand designers, industrial designers, and like the like the head of design at Sprout Studios was, were all sitting in on this call. I'm like, I feel very out of place. <laughs> I've got my I've got my Cobra hat on, and I've got my glasses, and yeah, I'm drinking a your... coffee. What do I've you mean? They're totally in place. Wolves. That's that's yeah, like the true. most designer aesthetic. You're in there. I've got my fuzzy that's wool that. socks on with my Adidas slides just that's because I'm yeah. comfy and at home and that's my desk motif. That's your imposter syndrome kicking in though. Yeah, it is. Right? Kicking in big time. But it's uh I think next time they do it, um I'll probably present something. Mm-hmm. I'd like to th- I'd like to say I've got a, another office hours critique tonight about rendering. So I'm hoping to get some initial feedback on some of the renders I've done recently. Cause I like to, I like to think another cool thing is one of the instructors is the co-founder of render weekly. So I'm just going to plug that. Cool. It's pretty dope. Sick. Um, super cool guy, Tyler Anderson, very neat. Um, I like to think I'm okay at rendering, but after like sitting in on the first class and the first lesson, I'm like, fuck, I know nothing. We got taught nothing about rendering. Yeah. Realistically, in the grand scheme of things, we got taught nothing. Yeah. Not even not even how to set up a render, not even how to bring a CAD model and apply materials to it and render it. I'm almost I think almost everything we did was just the default materials. Yeah, it was like here pick medium gloss plastic. Yeah. pick what and color like you want everybody's thing and then you know use the the default light and background and just hit render yeah and everyone like, oh my that's god what that's almost sick. everybody did yeah yeah because that's mm. kind of yeah like you said we didn't really get taught much on the rendering side yeah so i'm very very excited for that what about you? What did you do today? I feel like I've just ranted like the first um, 15, 18 minutes of this thing. Not much again. Spent kind of day looking for some 
inspiration for a round two of the Studio Innate Design Tournament. Ooh. Ooh. I like how they call What's it a tournament because it sounds it is, pretty it badass. It is pretty cool. It's like um, battle to the death. So it's, like I said. So now it's like it's like four, four or six people, five people. Uh, yeah. Well, I think there was wasn't there like ten, and there was two on each, right? Sure, kind of going against yeah. each other, so it would have been like five, maybe total. Yeah, which is going to be interesting because now they're going to end up with an odd number. Yeah, I don't know. They'll figure it out. See, one thing I wish too was like. Anyways, before I go into that, actually, I'll I'll finish the thought. Round two, I was waiting to hear from it. Got a DM from the guy, lead designer at Studio Nate, and sent the 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 mock up file for the second round and whereas the first round it was like a close-up of like a shirt a t-shirt or a hoodie Mm -hmm. i think it was like a t-shirt this one is a craft beer can mock-up so the uh i'm gonna have to think of a cool craft beer design strange creatures i think that's what i ended up we're talking about before i was gonna do maybe uh team time travel because i could see again the glitch graphic could look really cool but it's mm-hmm. like maybe you should just do something totally different. Um, and you know, like strange creatures like that could be really dope. One thing, now to go back to what I was gonna say or about to say, one thing that kind of what's interesting about it is he never said how it was gonna be judged, right? Mm-hmm. And so, I yeah, there's like what's the criteria? Yeah, but also who was judging it? Like, uh, yeah, I that ultimate makes it very subjective right off the bat yeah because i thought it was going to be them studio nate so i was mm-hmm. making sure my design is like you know everything's aligned I'm, I'm trying to like actually design the graphic you know i'm yeah. trying to add hierarchy balance you know i'm trying to have all this like rhythm i'm trying to make the actual graphic kind of sit nice and be interesting mm-hmm. and do some asymmetry in there and alignment and everything's like nice right because i'm like it's going to be critiqued by designers True. So I want them to notice that, you know, notice that I'm not just someone come up with a random graphic that think, you know, a random word and a random picture and think that's it. I'm actually thinking about these things. But mm-hmm. instead, it was, it was the people voting. It's just people on Instagram voting for yeah. it. Yeah. So maybe now aren't going to pick like up there's, those things. There's, do you think that now there's great effort with minimal returns? It's not even that. It's more of like when I was going through some of the others. If you look at the 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 winners from each vote, mm-hmm. the one that won pretty much was the biggest and most colorful. Interesting. I don't know if that's coincidence, mm. but when you think of like, if you and I were critiquing from a visual them, standpoint, it makes sense. If you and I were critiquing them, right, we would pay attention to the actual design of it. Yeah, because we know or we understand what to pay attention to, whereas yeah. the lay person is going to look at what looks the coolest, coolest being in air quotes. Exactly, and like we could have someone, if we were critiquing someone that was not really designed well, but it was just big, big and colorful, and then someone that like was smaller, more simple, but technically everything was designed nicely, then we'd go over that. But for most people who aren't going to think like that, they're going to be what looks coolest on a beer can or what looks coolest on a shirt. They mm. want something big and colorful and really interesting. So, yeah. and and that's what the person I was up against, that design, it was even smaller than mine and mm. 
was just like white with a with a, like one piece of yellow or something, right? Like yellow text or something like that. But it was a lot. Mm. Mine was bigger, more colorful, more going on. You lucked out there. And then when you look at some of the others, you're like, okay, bigger, more colorful. So I'm like, okay, mm. if it's the regular, if it's just you know people voting, and they're not necessarily designers. Mm-hmm they follow a studio nate they probably care at least about design and so they know a little bit care enough. but like right if they're getting i'm sure a lot of people like myself a lot of the other people got friends to help support friends that might not know this is true design and just go off big and colorful right so mm-hmm. it's so i'm thinking i'm like hey does this mean i gotta go more mm. in your face right because ultimately does that'd that- be designing yeah. a shirt right it's kind of an interesting conversation right because it's like if you're actually going to make this shirt the one that i did right mm-hmm. ultimately most people are going to buy it are probably people that aren't designers depending on the demographic but like you would think but ultimately like you don't you don't know really know so i think who's, i'm gonna who's gonna buy your product or buy your designs yeah so i'm gonna hopefully try go a bit bigger, a bit bold, bolder, a little more colorful, but also retain that um technical, you know. Yeah, because you, you almost stuff. don't want to stray too far from your original intent of designing something. You're designing something based off of a set or based off of a series of set principles that you have established for yourself that you like to follow and that you have had success with. But to appease the generic audience, yeah, does that do a disservice to your design sense? Because you're designing what other people want as opposed to what you want to design. Because you're hoping, anyways, you're hoping that it gets more likes or more votes. Exactly, which right? is a superficial, which is a superficial thing, and then you've immediately discredited your value as a designer because you've gone and tried to just make other people happy as opposed to doing work strictly that you enjoy yeah right this is where you get the booze out and you just start pouring it down your throat and you start crying and sitting see i I think i'm obviously gonna like just because the way i'm with graphics i like something that looks designed and that is a bit more simple not too crazy by crazy i mean not colors or size or anything about I me and having a lot of shit on there um mm-hmm. not too busy i guess would be better to say um i'm not gonna i'm not gonna ditch that good but i think i'm going to go a bit more colorful you know fair enough craft beer cans yeah. when you think about when you see a lot of the cool ones they're very colorful a yeah. lot of them right so gotta grab someone's attention but it's also I want it designed nicely because type of person I am, I don't want to put out work that I don't feel confident in saying that it's designed well. Right. You know. Are you gonna do something strange creatures related? Like we could t- you could totally take yeah. it and pick pick a creature. Just for the sake of it, use the kangaroo again, because kangaroos are dope. Yeah. If you haven't if you haven't seen or pet or interacted with a kangaroo, then you're missing out in life. Because they're the sweetest creatures on the planet unless it's a red bull kangaroo and then you're gonna get smacked in the dick um or in the chest depending on how tall you are um or how how 
how much of a bad day the kangaroos had. Yeah, depending on also how much of a bad day the kangaroos had. Um, but I can totally envision like thinking of a name. Like you could call it Joey Juice as just an uh, just yeah. as an example. Oh, and, I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see where you're going. Right, because you're playing you're playing off the type of animal. Whereas if you did say a platypus, um, I'm trying to think of like food and drink related words that start with P. That isn't penis. That's kind of difficult. Well, you could do. Um, you could maybe try and relate it even more to beer. It could be like, yeah, something like like platypus pilsner. Yeah, platypus pilsner is as a go. simple example, right? Something like that. And you've yeah, you've got these different graphics and these different layouts and stuff, and you can also then bring in a sense of the culture of it, like the platypus being an Australian native creature. Forgot the word there for a second. Being a native creature, you can play off of the australiana aspect of stuff or if you did say if you did an elk you could play off some really strong american midwest like northwest Mm. vibes like mountains and rain and all this stuff or if you did um uh say like a, a rattlesnake you could then play off like a desert and rocks and cliffs and dryness and stuff and the colors too can be. I've got a whole bunch of ideas in my brain right now, but it's a. Uh, well, I hope you. I hope you do the strange creatures thing. Now. Well, I'm gonna. No, I'm gonna do that. Um, you have. You have no choice. I'm gonna take as much ideas from you as possible. I need. Exactly. I need some cool ideas. Yeah, I, I, I like. Went, that. I went to Australia, by the way. You, yeah, you did I go to Australia. Never mentioned actually. that. Not only a few times. By the way, I. No, I like that because. Also, I can maybe play on, you know, the fact that it's animals and who hates animals? No one, unless you're evil. Exactly. Nothing right? is cuter than a ba- than a Joey kangaroo. But I think that's also Nothing. like that Joey uh, baby. You know, if not going from just a catchy make it look cool, but also from a design point of view. And, you know, maybe it's cuz we went through yeah. design school, which we have also haven't only mentioned a few times. Um kind of drilled into us that like you're designing something try to put a story behind it right like exactly. you're doing it for a purpose and so i think it's almost like automatic mindset mm-hmm. when it comes to designing anything even for something that isn't real you know like it i, I want to automatically put something behind it and i think it'd be cool imagine you know strange strange creatures craft beer and like each can each um you know type of beer or flavor or whatever right is dedicated like has like a dedicated animal to it you know mm-hmm. and kind of like um Absolutely. what we said before with strange creatures would be cool to do like branding and stuff or you know where it's kind of putting a spotlight on a really cool strange creature so you have that yeah. like educational aspect to it right where people are like nothing is weirder than a platypus nothing no. well there's a lot but it's not the point. imagine on the can it the was like an example you have like the logo blah, blah blah and then like the animal and then on one side, it's got like cool, like, technical drawing or something of the animal. Mm, and then beside mm. it is, like, its stats or something. Like, yes. it's, like, name and then, like, Latin name. And then, mm, yes, um, yes. you know, like, average size, average weight, like, where they live, what they eat kind of thing. Like, I love it. you know, educational for people. It's, it's or, like, a skeleton a bil- graphic yeah. of the animal. Oh, that's yes. a bit morbid, but it looks. Cool. I mean, especially for a platypus, because because it's like a duck-billed, egg-laying mammal 
yeah. with poisonous spines behind its back legs and a beaver tail. Yeah. It's like, what the It's fuck? a very strange animal. Who made that? <laughs> Have you ever seen a baby platypus? Uh, I think Matt Sean has sent me a few on Instagram before. Baby platypuses, which is actually the legitimate grammatically correct yeah. plural term. Yeah. Like octopuses. Adore- like octopuses. Apparently octopuses and octopi are both are acceptable. both acceptable. Um, one's like the yeah, original you gotta check it out. Um Latin plural and one oh. is uh like a more modern um like a more plural. modern interpretation of yeah. it. Yeah. I think that makes sense. Platypus or platypuses or octopuses is like the original kind of Latin way I think of ending it. Oh. Or something like that. But then like the modern more modern octopi is like also accepted right something like we that got i don't know grammar we got our whole grammar thing i think there's a reddit r slash platypus i think is a, is a legitimate thing probably <laughs> I, would have... I, w- I would i'd be surprised if it wasn't um, yeah exactly we have to start it another interesting thing that's on the horizon next wednesday february 24th is the intelligent mobility webinar one theme mm. of automotive transitions hosted by the RCA where professor Dale Harrow Harrow and Dr. Chris Thorpe are delighted to announce the dates of the virtual intelligent mobility masters uh, degree show which will be taking place in February and March 2021 where postgrad students will be presenting work of exceptional quality imagination and technical skill with visionary designs proposals to a wide range of mobility vehicular and user experience experiential future opportunities and scenarios wow so you register online and you're given a webinar id and i'm pretty sure you just click a link or something or you enter in these numbers and then i don't think as a as a guest i cannot imagine you are expected to participate yeah but that's something in my teeth that sounded like a like we're a sponsor or something and you're reading like a sponsor yeah, I know we should be sponsored by the sick. RCA. That kind of was nice. imagine that free tuition, dude. Not even that, man. If they sponsored, I would hype that up so much. Yeah, every five Get seconds, back on. design fucking cars. I would be. I wouldn't shut up about it. Mobility. So yeah, I mean, no, I registered cool. for that with mm. the intent to go and just listen and just yeah. absorb stuff. Because like, some well, cool ideas from it too. Exactly. Exactly. It's like I'm. One thing in the like a sponge. Yeah, the one thing in like the past few years, which is really cool when you look at the masters automotive or transportation design stuff, is you it's gone from like making a pretty looking GT car or pretty looking supercar to or pretty looking yacht to like um a a car with a really cool user experience. No, it's not just a car. Now electricity and autonomous and everything, it's like, you know, it's a space inside of a car or if it's you know, like the one on uh, CCS or something where it was like a pickup truck that like the back mm-hmm. of the bed like opened up and turned into bench seats for campsites and stuff like that. Like it's got really Smart. cool, um, not even a gimmick. It's like a really cool design. I don't know what do we call it. You're designing an experience and design like experience. A, a, yeah. An alternate use case for the vehicle as opposed yeah. to simply being a method of transport. It's now this extra space, which is definitely where things are going. And exactly. So that's also like what has definitely piqued my interest in vehicles, other than the styling and the sketching aspect of things, which I find just incredibly enticing. It's the uh, 
It's kind of like what you can do with it. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So it's very exciting. Super it's inspiring. Cool. cool stuff. Very nifty things. Like and cool uh, ideas. yeah, if you have any thoughts on on intelligent mobility, then uh, send it to the RCA and maybe you'll get a sponsor. Maybe make some and connections. if you don't have any intelligent thoughts, yeah, get connections. Just go into the call friends. and get everyone's name. And then just fucking just LinkedIn them. Dude, that's, li- what, I did. that's li- what I did with the Sprout with the Sprout Studio things. Oh, good it idea. is literally the easiest way to meet somebody. You have no fear of awkward in person interactions. Yeah, true. No, no like faux handshakes. It's like you're on a webcam. You have five seconds to say hi. My name is blank. Hi, my name is Dylan, and I'm an industrial designer from Toronto, Canada. Easiest thing to say. And if you freak out and you panic and you mess something up, who cares? It's through a video screen. They don't even have to see you again. Even if it, mm-hmm. like you can just turn your, you just disconnect from the call. You just leave. You just, you just mess up right away. And just, oh, no, you just leave. You're like, oh, sorry, guys. I got to go. Bye. And you could just do that. So it's, uh, I took down Fair everybody's enough. name. So probably slide good into idea. some DMs later. That'd be good. Yes. Big, big business, big brain moves over here. And uh, yeah, if you're interested in the process and everything that we do, send us an email to hi.theprocesspodcast at gmail.com. If you want to like send us money, do that as well. <laughs> Same email address, PayPal, Venmo. Sure. Working on an OnlyFans. Yeah. So. And uh, Zach Watson, what is our Instagram? The underscore. Uh, the underscore. The process underscore. <laughs> the underscore underscore podcast. podcast. <laughs> Eh, fair effort. You almost made it there. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you very much for listening to another episode. Just saw your mom in the background there, so yeah. we'll wrap this one up, and we'll see you tomorrow. Peace. The process. Some creative assembly required.